Yeah. Um, welcome, everybody, to our weekly segment on Twitter Spaces Live, the business of sport with my co-host, Mr. Rob Yow. Once again, we're back with an action-packed segment filled with um, a ton of insights on the business of sport. Some big deals this week, some interesting things happening in the world of sports. And we'll start with something that's, that Rob was very involved in um, for quite a few months, actually. Mm-hmm. It's the LAFC $100 million deal over a 10-year period. It's, uh, it's been labelled as the largest naming rights partnership in Major League Soccer history by average annual value. So... Rob, from my understanding, you were involved in some early negotiations with a different partner. Yeah, we had we had uh, we had a client that uh, that took a look at it um, several months ago. Uh, but it's a you know first and foremost, it's a you know a tremendous opportunity. It's it's certainly uh, you know uh, about this time last year, a little over this little this time last year is when Bank of California opted out of the naming rights deal. Um, you know, they're the original partner uh, when that building opened. Um, so, you know, just about two years in, there was a leadership change and a uh, and, and they exercised the right to, to buy out of the deal. You know, thus, uh, you know, thus, thus leaving um, as a lame duck partner last year. And what does LAFC do? They just go and win the whole thing. <laughs> you know, nice, nice, <laughs> nice exit uh, for Bank of California and uh here comes, uh, you know, Bank of Montreal, uh, who just recently acquired Bank of the West, um, you know, in as the new partner of both the stadium and LAFC, and then also a relationship with Angel City FC, which is the uh, WSL team that uh, that plays in the building. So, um, quite a quite a quite a transaction, quite a quite a deal, um, and as you mentioned, um, largest um, deal in uh, in MLS history currently. Um, obviously there's some other, um, venues that are on the horizon, uh, potentially down in Miami, um, and, uh, possibly in New York with, uh, um, NYFC. So, you know, there, there could be some, uh, some, uh, some, uh, potential deal breakers or record breakers in the future, but right now they certainly are top of the heap. Uh, a great partnership, obviously bank of Montreal is, uh, uh, strong supporter and partner of soccer. They call themselves the Bank of Soccer. Uh, they sponsor, obviously, um, uh, the teams in Toronto and Montreal. Uh, so you know, they're on the stadium in, uh, I think, in Toronto, uh, and on the and on the kit um, for uh, for Montreal. So you know they're they're an active partner uh, and very strong supporter of of the game. And this obviously get, gave them a, a, a huge. Uh, uh, footprint uh, and uh, and partnership in you know their new western U.S. Um, region with the acquisition of uh, Bank of the West they they got a prize jewel property in downtown Los Angeles uh, you know to be uh, you know where they're they're now in as the naming rights partner so checked a lot of boxes for them um, and uh, partnering with both of the uh, soccer clubs that uh, that call that venue home. And uh, looking forward to kind of seeing the, uh, you know, you know, the activation, obviously coming in uh, with a uh, defending MLS champion and a, uh, you know, highly anticipated, um, you know, club in Angel City, you know, you know, got uh, um, ownership, you know, uh, you know, celebrity ownership. Uh, So, 
you've got some you 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 they'll they'll be getting some ink. They'll be uh, they'll be getting some eyeballs, as they say. Uh, lots of impressions will be yeah. uh, going through that building. So, you know, we talk about this in 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 my you know my my class at ASU. We talk about you know the measurement and the valuation and you know what you know what's the value of the deal. And uh, you know, in a lot of cases, um, you see these deals structured um, on a dollar amount, uh, but the actual return on that investment um, is uh, you know you know, is, is a lot, is a lot higher given, uh, you know, especially, you know, a team that performs well in a high value and a high, high impression market like Los Angeles, um, multiple tenants in this case, obviously it's also a venue that gets a lot of, uh, uh, you know, non-sports activity. They're a big concert venue, uh, used a lot for some, uh, for, for Hollywood, uh, uh, filming. So, it, you know, it's, it's a multi-purpose venue that'll, that'll, uh, that'll pop up you know, quite a bit over the, uh, this, the, this 10 year relationship they have. And, you know, congratulations to the, uh, you know, the, to the team uh, over at LAFC uh, that put this together and, uh, and the folks at the uh, bank of uh, Montreal that, uh, that, uh, you know, came, you know, brought it together as well. I mean, it takes two to get a deal done like this. And um, seems like uh, from, from what I've read and, and some of the uh, kind of the conversations I've had on certainly on the, uh, on the team side that, uh, it was, uh, you know, there's there's a lot of synergies with uh, with both organizations, and and expect this to be a uh, you know a deal that not only goes goes to full term, but uh, also, you know, I think uh, you know checks some boxes and meets some high standards. So, um, we'll it'll be one to watch, uh, and obviously, um, one to uh, compare uh, future MLS uh, stadium deals to as we move ahead. So. Uh, Certainly exciting. What kind of what kind of precedence does this set for future Naomi Wright deals with other teams, as you said, on the East Coast? Well, I mean, it's it's not as much. Well, first first and foremost, I mean, you know, we we anticipate an LA market or a or a New York market property to to kind of you know set a number. Um, just given that those are you know number one and number two media markets, those are just traditionally going to be. Uh, you know, strong uh, performers, you know, when it comes to, you know, measurement and valuation of, 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 uh, of, of a deal, um, you know, then, you know, add into the fact that, uh, you know, LAFC uh, is, you know, just, just won a championship, championship organization, got, uh, you know, strong ownership and leadership, both, uh, you know, both, you know, in the front office and, and, and certainly in the, in the owner's box. Um, but, uh, but also, um, you know, it's, you know, we're, we're talking about a world, you know, heading into a world cup cycle here, um, you know, in America. Um, so, you know, any, you know, you know, the, uh, you know, the, the buzz from a world cup coming is going to kind of raise the tide a little bit of, of soccer in the United States. People, you know, we're, we're, we're looking at internationals, uh, you know, are now, you know, prevalent within our, uh, within this league. So we'll be watching, obviously, some of our young stars, uh, young young Americans, but also, you know, there's uh, players that are uh, playing for, you know, other national teams around the world that'll be, uh, you know, here, you know, going through the MLS. Um, but, uh, you know, L.A. is going to be – is one of the World Cup markets. It's, ob- it's also where the, you know, the, the Olympics are. So you, you're talking about a not only a World Cup cycle but an Olympic cycle. Obviously, we've got a Women's World Cup and an Olympics coming up 
you know, here in the next couple of years, we do have Copa America um, that's on the horizon. We've got, you know, the various uh, uh, La Liga challenges that, uh, you know, um, goal cups and things like that. So, you know, this, this is a venue, a building that, you know, we'll, we'll host, uh, you know, friendlies, we'll host, um, you know, our, our, uh, you know, our, our, our national team matches. Um, we'll probably host some preliminary matches uh, with, uh, you know, other friendlies that, that get put into place. You know, we don't always have to go into SoFi. Um, you know, obviously it's a, it's a grass, grass field. So, um, you know, we're seeing a lot of the, uh, you know, a lot of those uh, venues that have been selected for the World Cup are going to need to convert to all grass, um, uh, you know, by the time the World Cup comes through. Uh, and some of them are, na- are, are, you know, are turf fields. So, um, you know, this, this, this kind of puts, you know, a, a L.A. downtown um, location in play. Um, so, you know, obviously it's right next to the Coliseum. If you want to go put 100,000 people in, you just walk across the, uh, the parking lot, literally, um, to, to go into the Coliseum to play. <clears throat> but, um, you know, it's, it's, like I said, it's, it, it is, it's a, um, you know, it's, it's a deal that for anyone that's, you know, is going to have a, a new facility in MLS coming up, uh, potentially one in Vegas, but, you know, obviously there's one that's been voted on in, uh, in, uh, in South Florida and Miami, um, and then, you know, certainly the discussion to New York, those, those are ones that uh, will find themselves, you know, right in the, right in the crosshairs of a, uh, um, you know, in the, in, you know, just like in real estate, <clears throat> you look at the comps, um, you know, this, this sets a nice comp for, for those of us that spend time on the sales side, you know, to, uh, to go out into the marketplace and, uh, and secure a, uh, a deal that, uh, you know, perhaps is a, you know, see old price is right. A dollar more, Bob, a dollar more. Um, so you get the, uh, you know, the highest bid. So, um, it'll be, absolutely, it'll be neat. It'll be neat. So is the MLS ready for all this attention? I mean, uh, where, where we've seen the media rights with Apple, we're seeing now stadium rights hitting the hundred million dollar mark. The exposure now to the international market is going to be even bigger with all the world cup, the cup America so on and so on, all coming to the U.S. Are they ready? Well, you, you know, look, this MLS, MLS is a is a grown league now. I mean, we're we've we've uh, we've grown beyond the league that was you know kind of launched on the uh, on the back of the '94 World Cup. Um, you know, we've got um, we've got you know ownership. You know, we've, uh, we've got, you know, franchises, you know, being valued at almost a billion dollars. I think uh, LAFC is 800, 850, something like that. The highest valued uh, MLS franchise. Um, I mean, you know, I think back to my time when I was working uh, with AEG and Phil Anschutz owned five of these teams in a 10-team ten, ten league. Um, and, you know, it was a single entity league and we couldn't sell the front of the jersey kits. We weren't selling um, you know, any league deals, um, we were just selling local, local inventory to, you know, we were playing the Rose Bowl at the time, um, putting 20,000 people in a hundred thousand seat venue was, was different. And now we've evolved to, we're getting soccer specific stadiums. We've got individual ownership, you know, teams are, are, are now, you know, selling, you know, their, their kit assets. Um, in addition to now they've got, you know, venues, you know, that are, are, uh, are for their club, 
you know, not something that they're a, a renter. They're not playing in Soldier Field as a as a leasee. We're not playing in the Rose Bowl. You know, we're you know we you know, AEG built a stadium in Carson. You know, here you know LAFC has uh, you know you know built this you know built a you know Bank of uh, Bank of Montreal um, stadium. You know, in uh, in downtown. Um, you've, you've, you know, new, 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 uh, new facilities in St. Louis and, and Minnesota, um, and the like, you know, you know, obviously in Austin, Texas and, and Dallas and, you know, in Frisco with, with Dallas, FC Dallas, I mean, these soccer specific stadiums are, are key to the success of those franchises. Cause I know as, we, as we've talked about in, in previous discussions, um, you know, the revenue streams, you know, to a club, you know, that comes from a stadium when you, from ticket sales and, and, and naming rights and, and, uh, and concessions and, and parking and all those things that uh, are revenue drivers for a club. If you're, you know, if you're, if you're the, uh, the tenant, uh, then there is, you know, if, you know, for example, even, even in LA, you know, the, uh, uh, the Los Angeles Rams are the owners of SoFi stadium. The chargers are tenants. So the chargers, you know, don't get a piece of naming rights. They don't get a piece of, uh, uh, they get their a percentage of their game day concessions. Um, but, you know, there's a national championship game played there a couple of weeks ago. Um, the Chargers don't get any revenue from that. And the uh, the owner of the building does. So, um, you know, you just, you just think of the additional revenue streams that having a, a first class facility delivers to you. Um, and then, you know, heap on top of that, you know, one, to get a naming rights deal done initially is is fantastic to lose that naming rights deal and then to come back and get one that's, a, you know, a record setter. I mean, you increased the value of the, of your deal on the second naming rights, which is, which is not typically the case. Um, and, you know, but LA is a different market. Obviously Staples center was a, was an iconic deal when it opened, um, you know, 25 years ago and, and 20, well, 25, 20, 26 years ago. Um, and or 20 no not 25 what is it 22 years ago and now you've got um uh you know crypto.com came in and did a a bigger deal you know per you know per annum than than that deals and, and so you know but la is a unique market you can get a, you can do that in a in a high profile uh high high level media market um it certainly helps to have you know three franchises you know calling uh you know that venue home uh for the for the time being. So, I mean, you know, just you, you, lots of ways to, to increase that value. But, uh, you know, again, tip of the cap to the, uh, to the LAFC team, you know, to, uh, to get a, a fantastic partner, you know, a, a committed partner, one that uh, is clearly committed to the sport uh, of soccer, uh, but also, you know, obviously committed to the marketplace uh, now that the, you know, with their acquisition of bank of the West and, and and to be able to, to to put a record deal on top of that as the second time around is just uh, you know it's 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 good work all around. So uh, you know one of those things we like seeing. Absolutely, and it definitely um, it supercharges the growth of the game and the interest in in the actual game. So we're going to see um, soccer where. It, where it needs to be in the US, being one of the biggest pop, pop population in the Western world. Yeah. So if we if we move on to our next conversation, speaking of sports really popping <laughs> and exploding and attracting a lot of it, uh, attention, pickleball. Um, yeah. Pickleball has just secured 
a couple of TV deals um, with uh, ESPN and CBS. Yeah. Um, and it's absolutely outstanding and phenomenal, the growth this sport is seeing. It's one of the fastest-growing sports in, in, in the US. Last year, more than 36 million people part, participated in, in Pickleball. Um, it's just absolutely blown up. And some of the terms of the deals include uh, 12 hours of live matches and highlight-driven programs on, on CBS Sports Network. You have eight hours of event recap telecasts on the ESPN2 cable network and over 200 hours of live streaming coverage on ESPN Plus and the App TV. Yep. So the exposure and the distribution that this sport is going to, to receive um, moving forward is, is absolutely mind-boggling, especially on, on ESPN. Uh, so what, where did this sport come from? How the hell did it get here, and why is it exploding? Uh, well, I mean, it is. Uh, first of all, being here in Arizona, we pickleball has has been a popular game for for as long as I've lived here. Um, we actually have, uh, you know, uh, the you know the pickleball one of the pickleball associations is kind of based here. So pickle pickleball in general, um, you know, has certainly picked up steam in the you know I would say the past eighteen months. Um, I think look in in the sports world. Um, when you're looking at, um, you know, growth opportunities, you know, Major League Baseball, NBA, um, you know, the, uh, you know, the NFL, I mean, you know, even MLS now, MLS franchises used to go for, for, for 30, $30 million, and now they're going for $350 million. Um, you know, uh, we're, we're seeing NFL franchises sell for, what four and a half billion was the last one that sold. Now we've got and we've got the commanders on the market that may get six. Um, we're seeing you know EPL clubs um, go you know going for uh, uh, you know four or five four or five million. Uh, what Manchester United is is still on the market uh, you know for four and a half million five million. Uh, Chelsea sold for um, you know I think at the end of the day close to a little over four. Um, Phoenix Suns here, you know, at a, you know, almost a you know, three $3 billion valuation. It's $4 billion. $4, $4 billion. It's crazy. I mean, so we're, we're watching. So you're watching. I think it was 4.2. 4.2. Yeah, 4.2. Yeah. But, you know, you know yeah. there's, there's very little upside when you buy in on the high side. So, um, yeah. and so when pickleball, um, again, is a, you know, it's kind of that cross between tennis and, ping pong on a plate and, you know, in a, in a, you know, in a, in a smaller space with, with, with rules. I mean, it's, it's, um, it's, it's very good with hand-eye coordination, obviously, you know, a older population, uh, you know, is very keen on it, you know, tennis players that enjoy tennis, playing tennis that whose knees and ankles and, and shoulders, you know, start barking at them when they try to, you know, play tennis, you know, this is a game that allows some of those hand-eye coordination skills to, still be utilized, get outside, you know, and have a good time. Um, but, you know, it, look, it's, it's really been, when they kind of created this, this league and franchises and you start seeing Kevin Durant and LeBron James and people like that buying franchises, you know, you know, people are like, Hey, I'm going to get in on this. And, you know, obviously the proof's still in the pudding. I mean, 
we chuckle a little bit um, every time we watch dodgeball and hear the Ocho and, and uh, you know, thinking about sports that are, that are on TV that, you know, you know, we've got cornhole on TV. We've got, uh, you know, now we've, we've got pickleball on it. Um, ESPN plus, you know, has, has done a fantastic job of really kind of covering all the Olympic sports within college athletics, you know, giving them, giving them an audience. Um, and, uh, look, you know, when you get an ESPN and a CBS package together, um, you know, there's, you, you've arrived as a sport. Okay. Um, you know, there, you know, there's a lot of these streaming networks out there that are looking for content, looking for programming, you know, you mentioned it, 36 million people play. You don't think they're going to sit there and watch, you know, what they what we think is elite level pickleball and probably compare themselves. I mean, more than anything, maybe maybe golf, you know, when you you know, you can watch golf. And if you're a really good golfer, you can go, I can hit that shot. Um, you know, if you're a really good uh, pickleball player, you know, you're probably watching that going, I can I can I might be able to compete in this. Um, look, the reality is uh, there's a lot of us that watched the NFL this weekend and didn't say, yeah, I can still do that. Um, you know, um, you know, those, those, you know, (laughs) you know, Tom, Tom Brady is, is, is a unicorn in the fact that he's still playing this game at a high level at his age. Um, we're trying to, uh, you know, I think, I think we're trying to find sports that, you know, continue to expand the audience. I mean, you know, pickleball used to be an old, you know, an, an older athletes sport and we're seeing you know younger athletes um you know participate in it and so look it's 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 starting to grow um and uh look i I, i'm very intrigued much like i was when when i saw you know um you know the mainstream sponsors start spending money and against the x games uh you know because it used to just be the the endemics of, of a sport like that um and then you, you started to see those brands spend money in, in esports and gaming, um, you know, TV, you know, I mean, you're actually broadcasting an event of somebody playing a video game. So, you know, literally, wow. you know, and, 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 and brands were spending, you know, real, real dollars against it. I mean, you, yeah. you, you did, it wasn't just Sony and, and Nintendo and, and, uh, you know, spending the money, it was actually, I mean, it was brands, you know, you know, Mountain Dew, it was a uh, state farm. It was, you know, uh, you know, Toyota and Kia. I mean, you actually had, you know, you had big boy brands spending money in, in, in those spaces. So I, I'm, I'm real interested to see, um, you know, who the advertisers are, um, you know, is, you know, is this, you know, what, what their ratings are. I mean, you know, we saw the, the Cowboys 49ers game had, you know, what, 40, over 45 million people watching that game, making wow. it the second highest watch playoff game of all time. Um, you know, wow. you see, you see numbers like that. So, you know, you're curious as to what the numbers pickleball will draw. And again, that's that, that will, and, and I'm sure that this deal has got um, clauses in there for adjustments, you know, based on, uh, you know, you know, viewership. And uh, we'll, we'll see what uh, we'll see what happens. But I mean, look, I'm 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 open minded. Um, I love you know. I think as you and I have talked before, just on the business side, that uh, there's a lot of um, you know tier two um, you know sports properties out there that that are run very well, that are very entertaining, provide great content, 
and, um, you know, present some opportunity, you know, in ownership uh, or, um, uh, you know, and certainly just, you know, fan access to, to be able to really be positive, uh, you, know, you know, programming partners. And so, you know, pickleball is right there. And uh, look, you know, kudos to them and, and you know, for, for putting together a, a package that, uh, that attracted, you know, these two, you know, media partnerships. And now, it, you know, the, you know it's, it's time to, you know, produce, uh, produce events um, and broadcast events and see, and see where the numbers end up. You know, I mean, you know, yeah. you, you want to see, you, you look, you want to see, you want to see everything be successful. So, you know, here's a, here's a chance yeah. to take a really good look at a, you know, as you said, as a, as an up and coming sport, one that's growing, you know, by the day. Um, and, you know, this, this is the type of deal that, uh, you know, they come out of the gate with some, uh, some solid viewership. I mean, you're, you're going to see, you're going to see, uh, you're going to see some, some lock in on, on, on advertisers. You'll see some, uh, you know, some value, uh, increases on, on, uh, these sponsorships and, and acquisitions, you know, or team, you know, uh, franchise values. Sure. Um, and then, and then, you know, the companies that are involved in us, you know, the manufacturers of you know, the equipment, you know, the rackets and the balls and courts and things like that, you're going to start seeing, uh, you know, more and more pickleball uh, facilities pop up. Uh, you know, we were on a, <clears throat> I was on a call, uh, actually, I was on a, got a call last week to, uh, uh, to look at the naming rights for a country's national uh, pickleball center. Just so you know, it's there, it's coming, uh-huh. it's coming. Um, so, you know, this yeah. isn't, this is not a surprise to me to, to see a, you know, a media deal coming, um, because now we're seeing dedicated, you know, complexes because the push is to make this an Olympic sport. Um, so, yeah. you know, um, and when, yeah. and when you have that type of end game, um, you know, uh, ahead of you, um, you're going to, you're going to see things like this to see, okay, let's, let's see if it's got the draw. Does it got the, uh you know, the power to, uh, to, to, to move the IOC to make it an official uh, Olympic sport. And, you know, look, we're, we're, uh, you know, very, very rare, you know, very rarely do you get to see the birth of a, of a league. Um, this is, you know, this is an opportunity to kind of watch really the birth of a sport, you know, that, that it's evolving into a league and potentially into a, uh, a commodity, you know, that uh, our, our kids 30 years down the road, We'll say, yeah, oh yeah, I remember when that started. You know, you know, we're, yeah. uh, you know, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm old enough to. Uh, I guess the 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 first Super Bowl was played the year I was born, um, and obviously the NFL was around long before that. Um, so you know, you know, there are mature leagues. There are leagues that we talked about, like the MLS. That's, um, you know, is is now you know, coming you know is is coming to its own right, you know, as a league. Um, and, and now, you know, here's, here we're watching one that is going to grow up in front of us. Um, and, uh, so it, you know, look, it's exciting It's you know, if they're successful, don't be surprised to see, you know, Fox and, and, uh, and, 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 and international rights start to come into play, um, for, uh, for yeah. pickleball because, uh, you know, you know, America is a place where, you know, a lot of those top players are going to come. And, uh, you know, if we, if we're able to, 
prove that there's an audience for this, here we go. You know, we'll, uh, we'll see it. We'll see it play out with, uh, with additional deals, you know, in the very near future. The, the beauty of this sport is the barriers to entry are very low. So it's easily accessible. It can be played no matter what, because it can be played indoor in any, in any weather. Yep. And the, um, it's not too telling on the body, so it doesn't break down the body too, too, too much. Yeah. Um, like like other sports, and what what we're realizing in today's world is uh, sports like soccer, pickleball, the less contact sports is where parents are putting their, their kids because they don't want them to end up banged up and, and injured and so on. So it's definitely got things working in in its favor in how the uh, trends are moving, but it, it'll come down to the association and how they make it all work and, and, and come together. Yeah. I mean, any, any, look, any sport that, that expands the opportunity for, for young people to get involved, you know, cause obviously there are some sports that, that are, you know, you know, as you, whether it's cost, you know, barriers to entry or just, you know, the physical requirements may, may eliminate, you know, some young kids. I mean, look, you know, just, the fact of the matter is, you know, you know, maybe size is something that uh, prevents you from playing football, but you're a great wrestler, um, or you know, you're, yeah. you know, you know, the, uh, um, you know, you're, you've got a, uh, you know, you got you got a back injury or something, or, or you know, you, you, and you can't, you're, you're not fast, but this is this is a sport that's not about speed. It's about hand-eye coordination, and and so you you know it's about positioning and hand-eye coordination, and, and it's more of a twitch uh, game. And uh, you know we we see a lot of uh, you know a lot of kids. What was it um, that were uh, that were ended up driving race cars because they were good gamers because they they played. Yeah. You know, I mean. I don't know the the, the, uh, the realistic transition of driving a, a race car in a video game and then actually getting into a, you know, a formula one car or a NASCAR, you know, vehicle or whatever is, is really, um, uh, you know, tangible. But, uh, I, I would say that, you know, certainly some of the twitches that are on video gaming, um, and, and I, I alluded to ping pong. I mean, I, I play ping pong. I mean, it's, uh, you know, one of those games we all watch, you know, Forrest Gump play it. Um, but it's, it's a, it's a Twitch sport and you, you watch it on TV and you watch pros play it. And I mean, these guys are running around tables and whacking the ball, whatever, you know, there are some certain um, uh, similarities that, uh, that kind of, you know, pickleball allows that type of athlete to be very successful in it. Cause you know, you're, you're not um, running and chasing, you're really stationary and just covering a, you know, an area, you know, kind of within your arm's length, you know, in every direction. Uh, so, and, you know, and it's, you know, it's a game that you can play singles, you can play doubles, you know, so it allows for, for partner, um, partner games. And, you know, you know, you know, it was really big with, you know, older married couples that, that grew up playing tennis and they could still continue, you know, playing a game together, uh, like that, both, you know, either as, you know, singles matches or mixed doubles or whatever. And it was just a great way to, for, to, to stay active. And, uh, you know, now we've kind of taken yeah. that and, and really, you know, uh, a sport that was, uh, is now, you know, like you said, you know, I, I'm sure, I'm sure at some level grandkids saw grandparents playing it and said, that looks fun. Let's go do that. And now, you know, <laughs> and here we are, here, we're now talking about an Olympic sport, 
uh, we've got we've got franchises and we've got TV deals. So, uh, you know, it, it can spread pretty quickly. And, and again, I, I, you know, from from a from a business standpoint, we're watching the birth of, of a sport and, and that's exciting. Um, you know, you want to see it grow. You want to see where it goes. Um, some port, some 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 hit ceilings. Um, but, you know, I, there's still upside in this sport so from a business standpoint. That's why you see uh, the investment in it. Um, you know, th- these TV deal is kind of a next natural step to, you know, approving, a, a, a uh, you know, validity of a, of a league as a, uh, as a as a as a moneymaker. I mean, you know, yeah. are you going to buy tickets to watch it? We have we have pickleball events here all the time in Arizona and, and people pay to go watch. So because it's their sport and that's hey, look, I'm a look. I, I grew up playing lacrosse. I mean, it's a it, you know, it's a regional sport, but, you know, I, I love watching it. Um, and uh, there's some people that look at it and go, you know, I, I don't understand it. Um, just, you know, some people watch, watch hockey and don't understand it, but people pay, if it's their sport, they pay to watch it. And, uh, you know, this, this will be, this will be one that's, you know, we're watching the early stages of it. And, uh, you know, it'll be interesting a year from now, the conversation you and I have about it. Um, you know, you may be out there, you know, hopefully some big deals. Yeah. Some, some big deals. You may have some athletes that are, that are, that are, that are doing marketable NFTs and all that kind of stuff. I mean, there's, there's a lot of, you know, a lot of stake when, when a, when a a new sport kind of enters into the the marketplace. And so I think we're all watching and uh, we'll see, we'll see how it goes. I'm excited to follow it because it's, you know, it's, it's kind of in my backyard a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Very, very interesting. Um, Moving on to our last segment is one of the biggest teams in the world, actually, in, in, in the world of football slash soccer. Juventus was hit with a huge fine for falsifying account, accounting records. And they were also hit with a 15-point point penalty, yeah. which took them from being third to tenth. Yeah. Um, the president, the board were all forced to resign and were banned for, for two years from any soccer activities. How does this happen at, at such a club? One of the probably the third biggest club in the world, Juventus. I mean, how how is this stuff still still happening? Um yeah, oversight is a is a is a big issue. I mean, you know, you know, look part of it starts with um you know the, the the tremendous pressures that that you know a franchise like Ju- Juventus that you know has built a reputation of performance and, and high, high performance, um, you know, and you know they have a value to maintain. You know they've got you know you know they have one of the one of the uh, most sought after uh, front of shirt relationships in Syria and 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 Europe for that matter. Mm-hmm. Um, they've had some of the most. Um, you know they've 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 been a player in signing many of the top players when it comes to a transfer window or or free agent you know soccer free agency transfers, um, but you know within the transfer windows in in the summer and the winter, um, you know they you know Ronaldo played for them. I mean they've they've had some of the top players, and so with that pressure, you know you know comes the the need uh, to you know produce financial you know. Uh, capabilities to, you know, maintain, maintain status. Now, obviously uh, there is, 
there are rules within their their leagues and governing bodies that uh, you know for fair play because you can't just outspend everybody. You got to you know we we have salary caps in the NFL. We've got you know we've got we've got drafts. For, you know, bad teams get to draft first and all that. Well, you know there's those they, they don't have drafts in 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 Syria. You just you sign players. You but you but you have. Uh, yeah. You have you have uh, certain um, limitations that are there, and um, we we talk about salary cap management and you know these capologists and all these kinds of things. Well, you know, you know, um, there's in in this case, you know, coming out of a a very difficult cycle with a lot of these teams, especially especially when when COVID hit, lost lost a lot of uh, you know a tremendous amount of uh, ticket revenue. Uh, there's a lot of sponsor make goods, um, you know, their, their TV money, you know, was, was already prepaid and now, you know, they had to either grant it forward or whatever. So there was a lot of that. You've got, um, uh, you've got player salaries that are guaranteed. Um, so there was lots of pressures on, uh, you know, o- you know, ownership or, or, you know, maybe not, maybe it's one of those things where it wasn't ownership. It was, it was, uh, you know, there's just, people that were in charge of the books that said, I got this, I will figure this out. And, and, you know, at the end of the day, you know, people got out fine tooth combs. Um, it, it happens. It's, it, you know, look, it's unfortunate that it happens. I mean, you know, obviously, you know, some of this year's, this year's teams paying the price for the sins of, of, you know, the last couple years of, of leadership. So yeah. That's unfortunate. Um, it's not that, you know, it, it's yeah. happened. We've seen that happen in, 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 you know, college sports where coaches get hit for a recruiting violation. They go take a new job, get paid a lot of money and leave the school they were at and, you know, on sanctions. That's not really fair. Cause the kids that, yeah. you know, the kids that are coming in had nothing to do with this, you know? Um, and, and I'll, so if we, yeah, yeah. so if we, if we just from a contextual perspective, right. If we, look at some of the numbers that these um, deals attract for the front of the jersey sponsorships and so on. Like, if we could break that down a bit so the common person understands some of the pressures that come with this job, are we able to do that? Well, I mean, well, just put in perspective, the, the, you know, Barcelona has just gone through a very tight, situation that that at the end of the day prevented them from re-signing the the best player they've ever had in their club you know Lionel Messi they could they could they could not afford to re-sign a guy that wanted to stay okay um the result you know they they've they've done they've done some creative financing uh and and with that is is selling you know so you know for example you know they get they get a guarantee on their media rights each year from La Liga uh, and and participation yeah. in Champions League or Europa League or whatever they get, they get a um, they get a guarantee a, a, a media guarantee. Well, they they sold their stake in that to get money now to pay players wow. that they owe to get you know to to go sign a Lewandowski to they sold naming rights to their iconic building to Spotify as part of a, a kit deal. Um, they they yeah. they've named the stadium that. People still call it Camp New, um, even though yeah. even though it says Spotify Camp New out on the front of it. Um, and yeah. you know, you know, the financial crunch put him in a, put him in a situation 
because they were, you know, the, the goal was to spend, to keep, and to make Champions League, to, to win titles, and to just generate more revenue. Well, COVID hit, stopped a lot of things, lots of, you know, lots of, you know, not guaranteed revenue, but um, accounted for revenue in performance went away. Ticket, ticket sales went away. Concession sales went away. Parking, all those things that, that come when you own a stadium and you're, you're playing, you know, media deal, media money um, that was prepaid um, was either, you know, moved to the next year, credited towards the next year. So all of a sudden, you, you, you know, there was, there was, you know, you know, you should, so someone that's looking at a budget for running a major soccer, fr- you know, franchise, certainly a European soccer franchise, you know, probably on one side of the ledger has got a, you know, a billion dollar budget with player salaries and operations and, and front front office staff and employees and all of those things. And then on the other side is their revenue. They got tickets and they've got sponsorship and they've got media. Um, they got, ro- you know, concessions deals and they got royalties from merchandise and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, the hope is, is that the, you know, the revenue side exceeds the, the expense side so that you make a profit. That's why you do yeah, this, you know, exactly. create the value. Um, and when, uh, and when, uh, you know, COVID hits or, 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 you know, not even COVID you have, you have a bad run, you know, for example, you know, with, uh, you know, Juventus doesn't advance past the first round of the champions league because you get paid more money, the further oh. you advance, you yeah. know, you, you, yeah. you, when you're kind of doing your budget, you go, we, we're assuming we get to, you know, a certain stage, we get to the third round. So each round, you, you, you plug in 20 million, 30 million, 40 million to each one of those rounds. Yeah. And you get, and you, and you have a bad year, you know, maybe injuries take out a couple of your key guys. You, you get into the Champions League and then you get knocked out by, you know, you know, team from Ukraine. And, the, you know, because <laughs> soccer's a funny game. You can dominate and still lose, right? You lose in PKs. Whatever, whatever happens, but you get knocked out early and so, and some of those, uh, championship, uh, st- and all of a sudden, you know, a couple you know, all of a sudden there's 70 million that, that you had projected is gone. Um, the, the expenses, you know, some of the expenses that go with that certainly go away too, but you, you know, that was going to be profit drivers for you. And so when you lose that, you're, you know, there, there's, a, there's decisions to make. You cut staff. Do you uh, do you transfer players? Because certainly one of the other means of revenue is taking a young, talented player that you have, uh, and someone with uh, you know in in the EPL says I want them, and you and you can sell them, you know, transfer fee for that player, and so you you not only do you take that player off your books as a as an expense, but you now plug in a. Uh, you know, a, a transfer fee into your revenue side. Um, and so when you sell off some of your good talent or you have to make a decision that we can't afford to keep a Lionel Messi or I can't keep, I can't sign a Ronaldo anymore, um, that, that, yeah. that you, you sell those players and you're hoping that your young players are playing up to a, sta- you know, a standard of, you know, that, that will get you to the Champions League and advance you, you know, into, you know, Winning a winning a Champions League, you know those are those are certainly goals for those clubs. Uh, when those things don't happen and they don't happen in successive years, um, your um, your profit loss statement gets gets red, and that's and yeah. when it gets red, 
um, you're, you're, you know, there's probably, there was probably someone sitting there in a, um, in a fiduciary role that had to explain to someone in ownership that they were losing money, that we weren't making money. Madness. Um, and someone said, you know, and look, in some cases, there are, there are owners, there are billionaires that own sports franchises and, and don't mind them losing money um, because they're write-offs. That's not how the, that's not how the, sports washing. Yeah, yeah, well, <laughs> yes, but, it, but, it, but, it, but, uh, you know, more importantly, it, look, there's no, there, really, there's no owner that, that goes out there wanting to lose, especially soccer. Soccer's a world's game. It's a pride game. And, and, and especially, and, you know, a, a team like Juventus and teams like Barcelona, you know, we're watching, watching some teams, uh, you know, Chelsea going through ownership change, not, playing up to standards you're seeing coaches get sacked you're seeing players get moved um you know it's it's a it's a prideful sport and uh, th- there's there's nobody that owns a soccer team that's looking at it as a as a, as a dax write-off there it is it is an ego yeah. it is an ego play and they want to they want to win trophies um and absolutely and uh, and look you know you get you get you get caught this is this is flat out just getting caught cooking the books changing the books uh, trying to um, just get get one passed, and it didn't work. And you know, it definitely backfired. It it, 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 it backfired. It's it's a it's a black eye on the organization. Like you said, uh, leadership resignations. Uh, you've got a uh, you know a significant uh, financial um, penalty. Implication. But yeah. but but yeah. but more, look more importantly, as a player. You just got docked 15 points that are yours. You earned. You you did nothing to lose those. Wow. Someone else did. And now yeah. you went from third, which, as you know, top three enter into the Champions League, to 10th. That doesn't get you into any league. But, you know, yeah, I think that's going to cost them too if if they don't make Champions League financially because like like, like we just spoke, I mean, there's, there's money there to be made at every stage. There's a financial incentive. Yeah. So, I mean – they may be yeah. lucky to get into Europa League, which you know is, you know, That's a disaster for, for a team like Juventus. Well, yeah, well, they, they at least get to play Barcelona there for a while, right? Um, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, the, the, the you're right. So, so the, so the, the financial hit that they took during a during a global pandemic, a bad year, an early exit, those types of things. You know, they transferred. You know, bad. You know, you know, maybe bought a player that didn't pan out, and so they're like, they sold them at a loss, whatever. Um, those yeah. things catch up, uh, and so instead of taking the medicine of, you know, hey, we had a bad run, made bad decisions, they made another bad decision, and that bad decision compounds itself, and it's one of those things we tell our kids, right? You know, um, two wrongs don't make a right; it, it it makes a double wrong, right? And and they they got the double yeah. they got the double wrong with a uh, not only a financial penalty but a uh, a competition penalty that you know will will be it will be interesting to see if it can be overcome you know in the second half of the season. Let's see how they get get through that. And in saying that, I think that brings us to the end of our end of our segment. And um, I think I want to give you an opportunity moving forward to to give us some some parting words or parting thoughts. Well, I mean, look, you know, we we talk about this. You know, we we get 
a chance to get together every week. And the one thing that I, that I really enjoy is that, you know, you, you and I have a lot of, um, uh, of opportunity to, you know, during, during that week, the world of sport gives us lots of content, lots of things to discuss. Um, and, you know, I, I share this with the, with, with the students that I teach. I, I, you know, I've been in this business for, for over 30 years and, and that's the one thing that, um, you know, is really exciting about it is that, you know, every day we wake up and there's something new going on. I mean, we're, we've got, uh, we've got franchises for sale. We've got, you know, we're going into the, you know, the, you know, the, the championship weekend here of the NFL with, with, uh, with great stories surrounding it. Um, Super Bowl's coming to, 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 to Phoenix here in a couple of weeks. You know, we got the buzz building around that. We've got, uh, uh, you know, we're seeing, you know, act. We got all, you know, NBA All Star Game around the corner. We've got, we've got a lot of fun things that are that are happening. We're talking, you know, we're talking about, you know, new sports emerging and new deals, and you know, the you know, the, the global landscape is uh, is really, you know, it's it's a it's a it's a wonderful uh, discussion buffet for for you and I each week and. And uh, look, I, 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 I enjoy coming on and, and, you know, talking, talking specifically about some of these topics. But, you know, I, I encourage, you know, any of our listeners, you know, to to reach out to, you know, to get in touch with you if there's some topics that that we're not covering um, and some areas of interest. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I'd, lo- I'd lo- you know, in, in the business, you know, I mean, you, you know, you're you're very involved in, in, in the uh, in the digital asset space. And, um, you know, those are those are things that, uh, you know. You know, a year ago were really hot, and and now they're, um, you know, we we've seen a market adjust a little bit, but they're still very valuable. We're still seeing, you know, people find value and and uh, and build some uh, some great platforms around it. But you know, again, if there's uh, you know, some some other you know topics of discussion, you know, know that know that this forum is is open. We don't always, you know, I'm I'm happy to go off topic if a, if a listener's got a you know something they want to talk about. Or uh, you know we can certainly build a, a segment around it you know in future podcasts. So you know it, it's ex- it's it's a uh, you know it's an exciting industry, um, one that uh, you know like you said continues to give us some fantastic content each week. And uh, you know again I appreciate you know the opportunity to jump on here with you and 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 chat about it. And uh, look we've got exciting we've got an exciting you know year ahead of us still. It's hard to believe we're almost at the end of January. Um, we're one month, one month in, and, um, we're, you know, we, we're, we're, uh, we're, we're, we're full of topics, right. And there's stories, stories left and right. So, um, looking forward to, uh, you know, next week and, uh, and certainly as we head in, you know, after next week, you know, we'll, we'll be right in the middle of Super Bowl week when, uh, in two weeks from now. So that'll be a fun, uh, fun time. Cause there'll be a lot of things going on, um, you know, right here in, in our backyard and the world will be watching. So. Um, looking forward to that. Awesome, fantastic! Thank you very much, Rob. Uh, always a, a, a appreciate you jumping on. And to all those listening, please don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to our um, YouTube channel, our Apple Podcast. It's all that Sports Finder, S P O R T S F I N D A. Leave us a review, and we will catch you all next week. Thank you all. Very good. Thanks a lot.